Welcome to this bonus episode of the Bentonville Beacon podcast, where we're sharing thoughts, experiences, and wisdom from the attendees of the 2022 Northwest Arkansas Technology Summit, the premier technology summit in the American heartland. This year, the conference had 1,700 attendees from most U.S. states and some international visitors who moved between five concurrently active venues across downtown Bentonville. The summit included five programming tracks spanning mobility and supply chain, cybersecurity, health and wellness, entrepreneurship, and Web 3.0. And now, let's hear from a few attendees of the 2022 Northwest Arkansas Technology Summit. Hey, let me introduce you to Andres Lazarte, co-founder of Basis Health. Andres, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. Yeah, so... What should people know about Andres Lazarte? Man, I don't know. I I'm I came here to Northwest Arkansas years ago. I'm I'm a I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I started my career out working in politics, went into entrepreneurship, and then kind of consulting some startups. And then I decided it was time for me to kind of put what I've been teaching into practice. And so mm-hmm. I started my own company, and we brought it here to uh, to Northwest Arkansas. Very cool. So uh, that company is Basis Health. That's right. I remember when you uh, came here, y'all came from <laughs> Boise. That's right. Yeah, Boise. Idaho. And uh, so tell me about Basis Health. What's what's up with Basis Health? What are yeah. y'all up to? So our, our mission is to increase access to healthcare to the mm-hmm. most vulnerable patient population, which is the aging and elderly and chronically ill. So we do that by, by sending providers into their homes. So a lot of elderly patients really can't make it out of their homes. And they go a long time in between seeing uh, seeing a physician. So our mission is we have mobile medical teams who go to patients' homes, see them there, um, and we're going to be launching a wearable technology device where they're going to be able to wear it, monitor their vitals 24 hours a day, so we know exactly when a patient gets sick. That is that is awesome, man. I saw a um, I think there was a story recently on Dr. Harry Lazarte. That's right. Yeah, uh, that was talked about going to the homes and so on. I mean, like, what you're doing is really important. I mean, in a town where we're probably going to change the world in the mm-hmm. area of wellness. I consider that wellness too, right? Getting 100%. to the patient long before they go downhill. And it's it's remarkable how quickly, of course, you know, med tech and health tech is mm-hmm. my background. It's a, a remarkable how quickly <laughs> a patient can go downhill before there really seem to be any signs. So, yeah. so hopefully it, what you do is going to be very successful. It happens within, you know, 24 hours or less, a pa- an elderly patient can get really sick where they're going to the emergency room. Yeah. Whereas our, our solution would be super preventative so that we would be able to stop that from happening and save those, those dollars and, and the wellness of the patient. That's wonderful. So we're here at the Northwest Arkansas Technology right. Summit. Tell me why you came this year and what you're looking to get out of it and how things are going so far. Well, it's the place to be, right? This is this is where all the innovators in, in Northwest Arkansas and beyond are right here. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to come and see um, see some more of the innovation of the area that I love so much. What I'm getting out of it here is really just meeting the biggest thinkers and movers and shakers in the area, right? I mean, yeah. this is really there isn't anywhere else you want to be on a Monday and Tuesday than right here at at, at this uh, at this conference. So I'm just I'm just excited to be a, be a part and see how much Northwest Arkansas has grown from just being like the Walmart place to being yeah. like the hub of innovation really in the country. You're really starting to see that this, this, this place focalize into that. You bet. Well, let's talk about uh, a little more specifically about Bentonville then. Yeah. Why is Bentonville the right place for uh, basis health? So beyond geographically, it's located centrally in the United States. It's mm-hmm. a perfect area. You kind of get the best of all worlds. It's Southern to get all the Southern hospitality, you get great yeah. weather. 
It's still in the Western area, right? You have all the innovation. You have a ton of, of investors and thinkers and, 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 and innovators who are coming right here. Um, you have all the resources from Walmart and all the, the other companies that are brought into that. Um, so that culture really made it a no-brainer to build companies here. And I, you know, I plan on building as many companies as, as I can build within the scope of my life here in Northwest Arkansas because it's, it's the place to be. Awesome. So, okay, why should others have a presence here? For, for the reasons I just said, like I'm here, I, I, there's a lot of other places in the world I could probably be, but Bentonville is the only place where I can walk down the street and I can go fishing in the morning and meet billion dollars of investment money in the afternoon. Um, there's not a lot of places in the world you can do that, but you can do it here in Bentonville. That, that is so true. So let's close this up with a story. Tell me a story, uh, hashtag because Bentonville story. Uh, it, tell me, you know, it could be a story that represents the uniqueness of this place that could only happen here or just describes it. Sure. Of Hashtag Benville. I love that. So this is the first place I've ever been where I've had business meetings that were scheduled on mountain bikes. Uh-huh. Right? Like usually it's like we meet somewhere for breakfast or dinner and someone's like, Hey, grab your mountain bike. We're going to have a meeting out there. Yeah. So that that's super unique here. And as I said before, like Benville's the first place. And I hope, you know, one of the only places where you can literally walk down the street you can see a cowboy on one side and a CEO of a billion dollar company on the other yep. side and get the best of all worlds, right? And it's right here in this area. Um, and I just, I'm just excited to be a part of that, that, that community. Awesome. I think that's a good way to wrap it up. Perfect. Thank you, Andres. Thank you. All right, let me introduce you to Aaron Ivey, Vice President of Catalyze H2O, which is based right down the road in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Hey, James, it's great to be here. Yeah, been- welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, I've been a big fan of the Beacon for a while now, so I'm honored to actually be here. Well, I appreciate you saying that. That's that's three now. We know of three fans. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm really excited to say uh, last month, you, we've been doing this for a few months, and you watch that slow growth. Last month, we uh, broke 1,500 listeners a month. Oh, and wow. As of two days ago, we were at 1,500 listeners for this month. So I, I guess we're starting to make that growth curve, and I can't wait to see where it goes. Yes, sir. Um, love telling the stories about, you know, folks and businesses here. So talk to me, Aaron, about yourself. What, what's up with Aaron Ivy? What should we know about you? Yeah. So uh, I've lived here in Northwest Arkansas my whole life. Uh, started out in Rogers and moved up to Bentonville when I was about 10 years old. Stayed there through high school and then moved up to Fayetteville uh, for my undergrad in chemical engineering. I've remained there for the rest of my life. I love Northwest Arkansas because myself, I'm a very outdoorsy person. Um, and the trails here are second to none. Uh, when you look around the world, I mean, the cyclocross uh, championships are here. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just so much to do if you're a fan of nature and the outdoors. And so, and I am. So. Yeah, I, I love the connections you can make here too. Like I literally got a text on Sunday night from one of the guys who's racing cyclocross going, Hey, are you going to be there tomorrow or was it Saturday night? Whichever day it was. Oh, no, I can't. I'm going to be doing Tech Summit or setting up for Tech Summit. I forget which day it was. But uh, anyway, so the the folks you get to meet here, become friends with is awesome. It's incredible. It's incredible. And that's a world championship event. It's like across the entire world. It's huge. Absolutely. So uh, let's talk about Catalyze H2O. Yes, sir. What are y'all all about? So Catalyze H2O is focused on bringing innovation to the traditionally conservative sphere of water treatment. Uh, We got our start out in Fayetteville with the U.S. Army going out to their bases where they manufacture munitions, have Mm -hmm. heavily contaminated water, and we dealt with cleaning that up. We've been moving forward into dealing with all sorts of DOD facilities outside of the Army 
dealing with some of these forever chemicals that you might know as Teflon or Rain-X in your home, uh, the source of nonstick coatings, going to be a very big issue coming up. Hmm. And we basically focus on techniques that are both sustainable and more efficient than currently in place treatment techniques. We want to actually solve the problem with contamination. So, Yeah, well, I'm glad to hear that. That's a big problem uh, as a veteran of two services. I'm thankful for what you are doing for, for DOD. Um, I mean, we hear the stories uh, currently about folks who are affected and, yes, and now for civilians. This is great. So y'all are y'all came out of the University of Arkansas. Yes, sir. Um, can you talk about some of the, the the resources and support you got from the university and its Office of Entrepreneurship and Innovation and, and also from the community? Absolutely. So I'll start with the university. Um, everyone at Catalyze H2O is an alumni from the University of Arkansas. And we've been very grateful to have access to their analytical laboratory uh, while we've conducted our research in Fayetteville. Because a lot of these, these machines you need to look at what's in your water can mm-hmm. cost hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars which is just simply unfeasible for a small company getting started. Uh, and so we we're very grateful. And we still do use the university for these analyses because we still aren't at that point where we're able to afford these big analytical systems. Aside from the machines themselves, there's a wealth of experience you can tap at the mm-hmm. University of Arkansas. And almost everyone there is deeply involved in research and is more than willing to help out. If we step back a little bit and look at the resources that Arkansas itself can pre- provide, the um, The Arkansas Economic Development Commission has been a huge help for us at Catalyze H2O. Uh, They have several economic initiatives and grants you won't find anywhere else. Um, Lots of investment incentives that can make uh, a company starting here in Arkansas much more attractive than a similar company starting elsewhere. And so uh, we got a lot of use out of that. Excellent. Glad to hear that. Uh, We just had uh, earlier the marketing director from AEDC on. So those guys are great. I mean, as an economic developer, obviously, I I get to work with them all the time. And I'm I'm glad they're doing so much work for the state. Absolutely. Um, You know, we're at the Northwest Arkansas Tech Summit. So I got to ask you about this. How's it gone for you? What did you you feel like the summit was going to be this year? And and what have you gotten out of it so far? Yeah. So I've been to quite a few conferences in my time. And it's safe to say the Northwest Arkansas Tech Summit is the most exciting and the most interesting event I've been in, in terms of the uh, wide variety of all the industries here. When you think of a conference, oftentimes they're really focused on Mm -hmm. a specific industry or specific application. And the Northwest Arkansas Tech Summit is bringing people from everywhere in all industries that are just focused on bringing innovation to this uh, ever-growing population center. And so I've just been excited to see all the local players here. Um, Of course, I was super excited uh, about the uh, pitch competition that we took part in. Uh, Definitely the most people I've ever spoken in front of in my life. And so I was thankful for that opportunity. But it's just incredible to see the amount of growth and progress here, especially um, when you look back 10, 15 years and see how far we've come. Yeah, well, congratulations. Y'all did well at the uh, the pitch competition. Yeah, glad, to, glad to hear that. And, and hopefully, you know, it's fruitful uh, beyond that as well. You yes, had sir. some really amazing folks sitting on the panel. Absolutely. Um, as well as sitting in the audience that you may not even know yet. So, um, okay, let's wrap this up. Yes, sir. Uh, no, actually, I want to ask you a couple of questions. So you mentioned you grew up in Northwest Arkansas. Absolutely. You lived around in these different towns, Rogers, Bentonville, Fayetteville. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on Northwest Arkansas and I guess your sales pitch for why people should be here. Um, and in that, maybe talk about how the place has changed since. Oh, yeah. So uh, I'll lead in with talking about how incredible Northwest Arkansas is. It's uh, 
we talked about how I've grown up in Rogers, Bentonville, Fayetteville. It's really all become one community, Northwest mm-hmm. Arkansas, with different subsectors, different cultures within that big city uh, with Rogers, Bella Vista, Bentonville, Fayetteville, all very different from each other, but all very much one being um, one economic powerhouse. People yes. that do business in Fayetteville, they do business in Bentonville too. They're not isolated over there. And as I mentioned, sort of towards the beginning of the podcast, if you have even the slightest interest in anything outdoors, there's not a better place in the world than Northwest Arkansas. Sure. In terms of mountain biking, in terms of our greenway that connects from Bentonville to Fayetteville all the way without ever having to get on a road. If the outdoors aren't your thing, we have a world-class second to none free art museum, two of them now actually, Mm -hmm. uh, in Crystal Bridges in the Momentary. And something you won't you wouldn't find anywhere but like a big city like new york or something and that's changed a lot since i uh, since i grew up here i remember when i was younger lots of open development in bentonville lots of fields the downtown had the uh, station burger Mm -hmm. um not much else had the five and dime but now you see we have a walmart in the middle of it. it it's surrounded and flanked by super super nice restaurants and shops it's uh, it has become a cultural hub for Northwest Arkansas too. Yeah. I mean, I was just here at the Momentary for a concert a few weeks ago. I mean, they have they host incredible artists here, and so never a dull moment in Northwest Arkansas. That's for sure. Exactly. I, I never even thought about the fact that there is a Walmart right downtown. Like, yes, sir. I guess it's right off the square, right? But it's mm-hmm. a Walmart market. It's beautiful. It is. You walk in and you walk into there or even the Walmart market. I think about the one in Pinnacle Hills yeah. or Pleasant Grove. And, and I think people can walk in and see, well, I'll call it the current for us, but the future of Walmart. Oh, and what Walmart stores are going to be. And it's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. To anyone listening to this, the, the Walmarts here are on another level from, <laughs> from the outside of Northwest Arkansas, they are super nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. and I and I see that their goal, you know, of of really changing that. So that's great. Absolutely. Um, Let's wrap this up with a hashtag because (laughs) Bentonville story. Surely you have one. Tell me a story that really just describes the essence of this place, or maybe it describes the uniqueness, or could only happen here. Absolutely. So a hashtag because Bentonville moment would be that twice a year annually, Northwest Arkansas hosts this wonderful event. It's known as the Square to Square, where the entire community comes out all day and they ride their bikes from Fayetteville downtown to Bentonville downtown. And then when you get there, the whole community's together. There's stops in Springdale, Rogers along the way with local shops open. Everyone's just chatting and having a good time. It's not competitive. It's very collaborative. It's very friendly. And it really shows you that these uh, they're in different cities by name, but Northwest Arkansas as a whole is just such a connected community. And it's one of the fastest growing places in the world. So, yeah, it absolutely is. Literally one of the fastest growing. I, I think it was the last time I saw a fastest growing list. Bentonville was the fifth fastest growing city in the country. This region's one of the fastest. Yes, Northwest Arkansas region's one of the fastest growing regions. And we're in the fastest growing sort of middle part of the right country. In the heartland. Yeah. Yes, yeah. But, um, you know, folks, 30 people a day moved to Northwest Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's it's really incredible to think about how many people are moving here uh, oh, yeah. because this really has become, you know, the land of milk and honey, I'll call it. Oh, there's so much opportunity here just waiting for someone to seize it. It's yeah. wonderful. Awesome. Well, let's wrap it up with that. Uh, thank you so much, Aaron. Thank you. Let me introduce you to Amir Haas, co-founder and CEO of Eagle. Amir, welcome to the show. 
Thanks, James. It's great to be here. Great to be in Bentonville again. It's a great city, and thanks for having me. Yeah, well, great to see you. Hey, Amir, can you tell our audience what they should know about you? So I'm Amir Haas. I'm uh, with my partner. We, we co-founded Eagle five, six years ago. We both coming from mobility background. I was working in manufacturing, uh, specifically Chrysler. Hmm. Uh, was in charge of a lot of process improvement, automation, and 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 really enabling people to to do more when they are at work and and through automation, uh, moving people from low value task to higher value task, and and allowing them to have a better use of their time. So that's been always the vision that we have in here to help people to transition to higher value task and and do more. And so really the idea of me and my co-founder to start Eagle was to scale that vision and allowing all the industries to take advantage of artificial intelligence and do higher value tasks as part of the AI powered automation that we do. So that's that's really the 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 story um are coming from Canada to here. Yeah. It's been a great experience to to pick Bentonville as as our second city that we have spent most of time with outside of the the home being Toronto. I mean, yeah, that's that's a quick view of, of my story. Awesome. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you so much. So Eagle is spelled is that E-A-I-G-L-E. How do people find you? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want yeah. folks to Google you and not be able to find you. So E-A-I-G-L-E, right? Yeah, it is E-A-I-G-L-E because it's it's a bird with a great vision, with a great field of view. I love that. Uh, looking thing from up. <laughs> An opportunity to have an AI in the name. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I think I think that's uh, you know what you're doing is uh, you know I, there's an obvious connection. Yeah, uh, <laughs> to Bentonville. <laughs> um, tell me about the Northwest Arkansas Technology Summit since we're here. How has that been for you? What have you been looking to do or, or accomplish here? And and how's it going? Oh, amazing! So we've been we've been coming to Bentonville. Uh, since January, I've been spending 25% of my time here in Bentonville to to learn more about the ecosystem, the opportunities that we have in here. Because um, and so being in in tech conferences uh, is is a big part of us understanding the ecosystem and, and really seeing the the momentum that the that the that the the region has. And so this conference and other conferences that we've been attending in 2022 was really proving us what we've been thinking and, and what we've been seeing. So that's, that's really what we try to understand from, from Tech Summit. I also had the opportunity to, to present, to, 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 to present sure. and, and talk about human-centric AI and, and, and what we do at Eagle, uh, especially in mobility and supply chain. And again, this region being the hub or will be becoming the hub for supply chain. So that was a great opportunity for us to know and for low cost to know more about us as a company that, that is, have a strategic plan in, in near future to have a strong presence in the region. Yeah, you bet. Um, tell me, how did, how did y'all get to know that Bentonville was here in the first place? And then, uh, maybe share your impressions, uh, Bentonville, you've been spending 25% of your time here. <laughs> tell me more about Bentonville. Yeah, no, that, that's a great question. And that's actually a conversation I have with a lot of locals because what I've been saying that, that a lot of, a lot of executives in enterprises that, that we have a relationship with, they all been moved here over two to five years ago. 
Sure. It's been amazing. And so the conversation that I have with them is that you come in here, you never expect. So what you see here is is far beyond what you've been expecting before coming here. Mm-hmm. And that's amazing. And how you move that expectation from yourself to your family to move them all here. Uh, but I want to go back about myself that, that so, so we've been, we've been working with supply chain companies over the last three years, mm-hmm. heavily with tier one enterprises in supply chain logistics. Obviously, a lot of logistic companies are here. And so given the engagement that we had with the Canadian division and we started working with the U.S. division and expanding within the U.S., obviously Bentonville was, was the first stop for us. Uh, but we never knew that, that we, we really, wanted to to be in Bentonville sure. and have a physical presence till the time we actually came here in person. <laughs> That's great. And so that was beyond our expectation. And so now we made that decision to be here physically. Yeah. Awesome. Well, as thanks. an economic developer, that warms my soul. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. And, and thanks for your support and your team as well. Yeah, no, I mean, no you guys have been great. Not yeah. a pro- no problem. So, hey, to wrap this up, you spent 25% of your time last year at Bentonville, so surely you have one of these stories. Some people have them in the first hour, but yeah. <laughs> uh, tell me a hashtag because Bentonville story. And that would look like something that could only happen here, is unique to here, or just tells the essence of this place. Okay, so let me give you the story and then we'll, we'll do the hashtag thing. I go to Silicon Valley a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so as, as a founder... Wherever we go, we see a lot of other founders or earlier stage startups that are pitching ideas, that are presenting ideas. Uh, and that not necessarily in a formal setup. It could be in a coffee shop or anywhere that, that sure. you see in a Silicon Valley. And this is something that I typically don't see outside of Silicon Valley. I've seen that in Toronto and Toronto being one of the highest growing uh, city in North America. But necessarily, it's not something that I expect to see here in Bentonville. Mm-hmm. Now, a funny story is in June or July, I was here for a week. I had a 7 a.m. meeting, breakfast in a coffee shop. I went there 15 minutes early. So this is now 6.45. And I'm seeing five table is already fully booked. And five young entrepreneurs are pitching that a startup to a customer and investor this is a small Starbucks-sized coffee shop and five tables are pitching already. This is 6.25 right. a.m. So that blew my mind that really I wasn't expecting seeing that. So that's something that I, I've never seen, uh, even in Silicon Valley at 6.45. And so that, that really shows, the, that talks to, 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 to the momentum that, is, that, is, that has been in this, in this community that's been pumped into it not just by enterprise, but that's like a people, it's a momentum within people that they want to be that highest growth in the country. So that really blew my mind. So if I want to relate that to hashtag Benedwell, that would be entrepreneurship. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's actually really good. I mean, I have a hashtag because Bentonville story kind of in the same vein. I, yeah. I've, I've gone to Onyx. Many times. Well, I I go to Onyx sometimes when I just have some work to grind out on my laptop or whatever, and I'll yeah. sit there and work. and I And I try to go at least once every week, which I haven't done well lately. But I'll go there and invariably I'll, I'll yeah. meet people. Right? It happens. Yeah, yeah. 
And I've sat down next to several people and yeah. we've ended up striking conversations. I'm working on this startup. I haven't heard of that one yet. <laughs> or I walked into the hive um, a couple of weeks ago and I was supposed to meet a group of folks there, but they weren't there. Somehow we got mixed up on where we were supposed to be. They were at 8th Street Market or whatever. Yeah. And, but I asked this guy, you, you were such and such group. He's like, no. And then I realized this guy's wearing a sports coat and a t-shirt with the name of a company on it. I'm like, I'd never heard of the company. I'm, What's that all about? Turns out he was doing a startup. They're everywhere. I can't, you they know, are, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. They are everywhere. And you don't, you don't see that. You don't see that movement. The, the great thing about this momentum here is, is it's pumped by, it's becoming part of the culture. And that, yeah. that is great about it. So it's, it's part of community. And also it's been pumped by the enterprise and you rarely mm -hmm. have that combination. You rarely exactly have, right. typically it is pumped by investors uh, but here is different. Here is pumped by non-investor uh, uh, right. committee. Yeah, and an investor will become part of the journey, but it wasn't in, it started with investors. It was started by the people and by enterprise, local enterprise in here. Yeah, that which is, is great. Thing about that it. is the secret sauce, and that's the organic part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I was that organic is the word that I was looking for. Great. Well, this is a good way to wrap up. Yeah, thank no, you, Amir. Thank you this very much. Fantastic. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Hey, let me introduce you to Liam Lafargue, the Director of Growth at Mycelium Networks. Liam, welcome to the show. Thanks. Glad to be here. Yeah, you bet. So what should the world know about you? About me? Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm Liam, and I am obsessed with value. Okay. I love value, and I've always been obsessed with value in business and being able to give value to people. And I think a lot of people in business now, they put too much emphasis on receiving value and obtaining value. I'm all about giving it. I just want to give things to people and I want to share things with people. And I, I love a good story. And so I'm happy to be on your podcast where you're yeah. here to share stories. Thank you. Fantastic. So are you from Northwest Arkansas? Did you grow up here? What's your story there? No. Yeah. I, uh, I was born and raised in uh, Northern California, just North of uh, San Francisco. When I was, uh, when I was a teenager, I was, I was in search of a new story. And so I moved to South America and I lived in Argentina for about okay. eight years, I, I, I learned a lot. I learned foreign language. I learned foreign culture. I learned to do business and work with people from all around the world. I got to travel all around the world. I also started working in technology, which was just fascinating to me. I'm not exactly a technologist, but it's in my veins. And so I gained a lot of great experience there and a lot of really, really good stories. I moved back to the U.S. when I was about to have my second child and it was time to stop partying. Yeah. And uh, I went to Florida. Not going to go and bash Florida now, but being from Northern California, it was not the place for me, mostly because of the heat. Right? Sure. And so I was really, I was looking for the next place. I knew it was going to be in the U.S. I was pretty sure it was going to be in the Southeast region of the U.S. I ended up here one time on a road trip with, with my family. And it was just one of those beautiful late spring long weekends. We had an excellent time. We had an excellent time with our kids. There was always something to do for our kids. There was a, a park at a stone's throw mm -hmm. everywhere I went. And I, I became really interested and I started researching the place and I started even talking to companies here. And I, I'm, I'm really into the startup scene and the technology startup sure. scene. I started talking to companies here and I said, wow. And I just loved the reaction I got. And so like less than nine months later, I was here with my family, my wife and my two children, and we had already bought a house in Fayetteville. And, and here I am. And it's, uh, that was four years ago, by the way. So welcome home a little bit late. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> 
That's uh, a great story. Um, tell me about mycelium. What are you all about? Cool. Yeah. So uh, mycelium, is, it's a really interesting concept. What we do is we, we uh, deploy, build, and operate and maintain decentralized wireless networks. And so if you, if you imagine the, the telecommunications industry right now, you have you know, a bunch of large carriers basically mm-hmm. going out and trying to create coverage mostly using cell towers, right? So mycelium sort of uh, does the same thing, but we use existing structures and existing infrastructure. And the way we do that is we basically, we go to uh, properties, you know, existing structures. It could be a barn house. It could be the new ledger building. It could be a furniture store. It could be a, a, a barbecue, a barbecue restaurant. And we tap into the structure and we tap into whatever infrastructure we can to go and create wireless coverage for, for consumers and for, for property owners, it's basically a way to go around your property, around your business, or around your life and point at things that previously were not worth any money, but now we can pay you for them. It's a way to micro-monetize assets within a space. And so whether it's space, you know, space on your roof, on your rooftop or space in your living room mm-hmm. or a small amount of electricity, we operate very, very energy efficient um, wireless networks or maybe um, a small amount of internet bandwidth. Um, those are things that, that we can pay you for. And that's the way we build these wireless networks. We, we, we operate a few different wireless networks. We're hoping to expand a lot more into different wireless networks. But so far, right now in Northwest Arkansas, we're looking at between 300 and 350 locations that are helping us provide wireless connectivity. So it's very exciting. That is fascinating. Thank you. It was, it was so cool. Are there other places that this type of technology has been employed? Yeah. Um, give me, can you give me some examples? Yeah. Sure. Thanks. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a global um, concept. I think you're going to see a lot more activity and concentration in larger metro areas, especially those that are more geared towards a tech scene. So your Silicon mm-hmm. Valley and your Bay Area, your Los Angeles, your, yeah. your Denver, New, New, New York, your, your Dallas, your Chicago. Of course, they have really, really high concentrations. But what's interesting about Northwest Arkansas and what we're doing here is that the density and the productivity with which we have built these networks mm-hmm. rivals that of your larger metro area. So your Dallas or anything. And the fact that we went and built it out productively and strategically, it speaks to, and, and you can see it now with how actually resilient these networks are right yeah. now. And so it, it's, it's exciting. That is, that is, uh, and that is so cool. Cause I was listening to list name these cities. And in my head, all I could think was, and Bentonville, <laughs> and Bentonville, and Bentonville. Right? which is, uh, you know, something mm-hmm. that seems to be a trend here, you know, mm-hmm. You think plug and play, you know, you look at all the cities that are in around the world, these mm-hmm. big cities and Bentonville, 21C Museum Hotel, all these cities in, <laughs> they're yeah. in and Bentonville. And, and there's just one uh, thing after another like that. So how long have you actually been in Northwest Arkansas? Was, did I you say? To, I moved yeah. to Fayetteville in, in 2000, was it, I think it was 18. I think it was 18. Okay. It may have been 2017 now. Okay. Four or five years. Yeah. Four or five yeah. years, between four and five years. So this is a pretty fast-changing place. I'm curious to hear from you how much has it changed in that four or five years? Sure, it's changed a lot. You know, I'm not one of the people that's been here since the 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 roads were dirt roads and people were riding a horse and buggy. Uh-huh. I talk to a lot of those people and I interact with them and I find that fascinating. But there certainly is a lot that has changed here. I think everyone can probably attest to the traffic. Yeah. Uh, right? Which... Obviously, that's a negative, but in the same time, at the same time, it it it, it means a lot. There, I, I'm seeing one thing I'm very pleased about is the emergence of the food scene. 
Mm-hmm. I worked in the food industry for a long time. I worked managing restaurants and bars and things like that. And so um, I'm a real foodie and it, it's, it's, it's great to see uh, groups coming from other places to come and, you know, open up the newest uh, pizza restaurant or yeah. open up the newest Thai place or Korean fusion, anything. And uh, I think, you know, related to the, 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 our activity is mycelium here in this area and how it's, yeah. it's really, you know, per capita, we have a huge abil- availability of really, really good food for how we many do. people we have. We're at what, like half a million people in this yeah. metro area, right? Yep, that's right. And uh, our food scene is, it, it rivals, you know, metro areas that are much larger, maybe, you know, a million and a half or two million. So I'm Absolutely. definitely very happy about that. A lot of, a uh, lot of transplants coming in. Nowadays, I go to the park with my kids and 60% of the people I talk to are not, are not from here. You know, they're from somewhere else. They're from the West Coast. A lot of people coming in from California. A lot of people coming in from the East Coast as well. And so that's definitely something I've seen growing a lot is just a lot of, uh, you know, new ideas from different places. Wow. Uh, you, in your head, you must do incredible math because in fact, I don't know what the statistic is for all of Northwest Arkansas, but it's not that far off. In Bentonville, 64% of the people who live here were not even born in the state of Arkansas. Wow. Yeah. So okay. you're, you're doing some pretty good math uh, right there. I'm still short. I was still on short the, though. On the I was still short. Pretty, pretty darn close. Okay. I, I think it's close enough for government work. Okay. <laughs> you know, mentioning food, I mean, we're, we're sitting here a block off the Bentonville Square and we're within a few hundred feet of mm-hmm. three James Beard semifinalists. Mm-hmm. From last year. Mm-hmm. So I think that speaks to the, yeah. the food scene uh, r- right there. So, okay, let's, a couple of more questions. Make your pitch for Northwest Arkansas to business leaders, you know, especially tech companies. How should they be thinking about Northwest Arkansas mm-hmm. and Bentonville as a place where they should have a presence? Sure. I think with the huge corporate presence here, you know, when you have Fortune 50 and, and just these huge companies here, it's, you'll see that it's really hard to get things to change at yeah. all, right? And so what I've really enjoyed at, here at this Tech Summit is just the presence and the support that emerging technology companies are receiving. And, and really just like the recognition from these huge corporate partners of the, our need to go and embrace small business Mm-hmm. emerging technology and new ideas. I find that I- inspiring, really, and extremely relieving when it comes to, you know, I thought I was going to come and see, you know, a person that's worked in the startup world. I thought I was going to be met with, you know, hey, no, we don't do that here. Yeah. Get in line, right? And so I think I- I've really grown to enjoy just the, 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 the level to which we embrace startups and, and small business and emerging technology and new ideas here. I think that's been great to see. Yeah, I mean, you sure don't. You don't get, no, we don't do that here. Instead, what you get are mentors from Fortune One, right? Right. You get mentors from their vast vendor community of mm-hmm. 1,400 plus vendors with decision-making executives in place across a couple of counties here. Right. You get mentors from a couple of other Fortune 500s uh, here and slow moving, yes, but vastly faster moving than you'll find for more for most companies of those sizes yeah, right yeah. and and they're trying everything they're they're exploring every technology in their space it mm-hmm. seems uh and and i'm i'm frankly i'm shocked you know I've, i got here two years ago and i'm shocked about how much these companies are really tech companies and how they're trying everything mm-hmm. to make sure 
that they're using all the newest technologies that make the best sense for their businesses mm-hmm. and for growth. Right. Yeah. So, um, okay, let's wrap this up with, I like to call it a hashtag because Bentonville question. Tell me a story of an experience you've had in Bentonville that where you looked at it went, or, or a moment where you looked at it and thought, gee, that, that's hashtag because Bentonville. It could only happen here, or it at least tells the, the essence of this place. Good. And, and thank you for that. I actually, I have a really good one. Uh, awesome. I, I don't spend that much time in Bentonville. I, you know, I live in Fayetteville. Yeah. But we have this iconic bike ride, right? Mm-hmm. From, from Fayetteville to Bentonville and, yeah. and, and back. You know, I'm not exactly a superstar athlete, right? And I don't have a really nice bike or anything. The mountain biking culture here and just the cycling in general is yeah. huge. So I'm riding my rusty bike. I ride my rusty bike 35 miles up the Greenway and I'm just getting into Bentonville. And it's, uh, it's, it was, it was the holidays and they had the, the, the winter lights at the, oh, at yeah. the square. Beautiful. Right. Yeah. And I, and I pulled up and this kid, his kid had to be 14 or 15 years old. He's doing this big old wheelie on his bike and he crashes into me. So I'm already like, okay, this is Bentonville. Welcome to Bentonville. Some, <laughs> some kid on a mountain bike's going to crash into you on his bike. He was part of a group, uh, of, of kids. It was actually a family because the yeah. dad, the dad was in the back. I mean, this guy threw me off my bike with his, with his wheelie. He was very apologetic. There was no real conflict. I mean, yeah. it, you know, I was an obstacle for the guy apparently. And, uh, what was really cool is, you know, they saw me on the ground and they helped me up and then, the kid immediately, he, he breaks out his uh, toolkit. And so this kid was all ready. You know, this kid is just, <laughs> he was born on a mountain bike and his dad's in the back of the, of the, of the group and he's, and we're right next to a brewery. I yeah. forgot which brewery was, is over here in, 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 in Bentonville. And, uh, the dad, he comes up and he's so sorry to me. And I'm sorry what my said. Then he said, Hey, well, while my, uh, while my son fixes your bike, why don't you come in and I'll buy you a beer? And I enjoyed a beer with this man. It was one of my first times hanging out in Bentonville. And that was probably the most Bentonville thing I've ever experienced right there. That's perfect. I think we'll end the show right there. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Liam. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having uh, me. Appreciate your, hearing your story and hear about mycelium and your, especially your hashtag because Bentonville Thank story. You. Thank you guys. Okay. Let me introduce you to Eugene Park, Senior Vice President of Strategy and Business Development at Kite Stream Technical Services. Eugene, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. So what what would you like to tell our audience about you? Oh, boy. So let's see here. Native to uh, Northwest Arkansas for the last 10 years. I have a family, five-year-old son, 13-year-old daughter, and uh, my wife is Clara Park, and she works for Walmart. So, yeah. Excellent. And uh, you're at Kite String. That's uh, so tell us about your role there and tell us about KiteString. What are you all up to? Yeah, so KiteString is a technical consulting firm. We do a lot of software development work and uh, a lot of work adjacent to software development, like project management, program management, architecture, and those types of things. My role, I have a sort of dual purpose role. We're making a move into more strategic type work around road mapping, helping companies plan technology for the future, selecting technologies, managing large programs. So I have a practice that is really focusing on that more strategic offering. Mm-hmm. And I also have business development, which is equivalent to effectively sales, finding new clients, looking at how do we grow our business either through organically through sales or through acquisitions of other companies. No, yeah. cool. All right, well, you know, you are here in Bentonville and we're here in Bentonville at the Northwest Arkansas Technology Summit. 
which Kite String uh, is a sponsor of. So thank you all very much for your, your sponsorship. Yeah, of course. You know, why did y'all feel like y'all had to sponsor this uh, summit? And yeah, why are you here? You know, we're based in Bentonville and I live in Rogers. And so a lot of our staff actually comes from this Northwest Arkansas area. Sure. And we just really love the fact that this area is growing so fast and technology is such a key and critical part of the, of the, the ecosystem here. And so anything we could do to help support technology, support new companies that are coming up. So there's a lot of startups in sort of the retail space because of Walmart. Anything we could do to support them, I think is a good thing for us. So we're very happy to be a part of this. Yeah. Well, that's great. Uh, you mentioned earlier, and I love your, the way you phrased it. You said you're a native to Northwest Arkansas for 10 years. Yes. And and that is, uh, I think, a clue for our audience that you're like, no, we're here. Yes. All right. Uh, this is this is it. This is where we're from. This is home. No matter where we were from, we're from here. Can you tell me about where y'all came from and how you made this transition and why? Sure. So I was born and raised in Chicago. I spent a good portion of my adult life working in San Francisco, and I love the Bay Area. I love Chicago, too. I came here 10 years ago, uh, really, to work for Walmart. And I remember coming here uh, and going to a Saturday morning meeting, and Mike Duke was the CEO at the time, and he said something that just really kind of hit me. And he said, Walmart has the world's largest supply chain. And because of that, there's a responsibility there to deliver food to parts of the world that can't get fresh food. Hmm. And to me, that was very inspiring. And that really drew me to Walmart. And then coming into Walmart and seeing those values live and real, and then seeing all these people that migrate in and out of Walmart into Northwest Arkansas, and people still with those values of trying to do the right thing, not just for Northwest Arkansas, but really for the globe, really meant a whole lot to me. So... Yeah, yeah, that's why we're here. I love that. That's very inspiring. I, I I tell people all the time that, you know, here's an area of the country here north of Arkansas that yeah. before we had an interstate, before we had a real airport, that these three companies, mm-hmm. the same time, 60 years ago, yeah. Walmart and J.B. Hunt and Tyson grew yeah. up together and are feeding the world. And it's hard to believe that that could happen at that time, even without that infrastructure. And so as we got infrastructure, that you know, what happened after that was incredible enough, but what continues to happen absolutely is unbelievable. Uh, I love it. So it's amazing what can happen with a little spark. Exactly. So you've been here 10 years. What's changed about Northwest Arkansas since you've been here? Oh my goodness. It feels like everything's changing. Traffic's changing. Traffic's getting better and then traffic gets worse and the traffic gets better with all the construction. So many wonderful things that have popped up. You know, I love, I love all the family things that are going on, right? And it may not seem like family things, but they're absolutely like later on this afternoon, about an hour and a half, I got to be at a street market to, to meet some friends. Yeah. Right? I love the fact that there are wonderful bike trails there and wonderful restaurants and bike rack brewing is there. I love Bentonville brewing and the whole Osage park area. Just everything has just grown so fast and it has, it feels like very thoughtful growth and mm-hmm. growth that's been designed really for families. And for us, given the age of our kids and where we're at in life, that's what really keeps us here is, is the growth really around families. So, yeah, it's no surprise people are moving here uh, for that reason. You know, the, uh, 
the median age of Bentonville is 32.8. You compare that with 38.2 nationally. Yeah. And it's astounding. And you do have, you had a, a lot of young professionals yep. and a lot of families. And as uh, the father of a, a two-year-old boy and him being our first, yeah. we started a little late. I love it. I love being here and, and being part of this growth and doing my tiny part to, to help build it and know that this is a place that my son and should he have siblings yeah. might even leave one day because young people do that. Right. But we'll, we'll surely come back to, yeah, of course. Or we'll go, why would I leave? This, this is, is amazing. Yeah. This is home. And there's so much opportunity Absolutely. as there is now. And it's just going to continue to increase. So let's close this thing out with a story. I like to call this a hashtag because Bentonville story. Can you tell me a story about a, a huh. moment or uh, or story uh, sure. about something that, that demonstrates the essence of this place, something yeah. that could be unique to here? So you mentioned your two-year-old son and starting out life uh, with a child later. I have a five-year-old son who next month will be six. He... Uh, we enrolled him about a year ago in a program called Buddy Pegs, which yeah. really helps kids of all ages, but really y- younger kids learn how to ride and ride their bikes, I should say. And he has just absolutely loved it and has been all over it. And it's amazing to me that as a five-year-old, he will go riding for three hours straight, right? And this past Sunday, he and I were out riding there's another park out here called Kohler Park, if you know mm-hmm. it. It's a beautiful place. I haven't been out there that often. My son, who's five, actually introduced me to it and said, hey, there's a coffee shop there that you would really like. Yeah. Uh, and I had no idea. And so he took me out to Airship Coffee a, a while ago. But this past Sunday, we went out there. He had hot chocolate at, at uh, Airship Coffee. I had a coffee. And then he's like, hey, let's go across this stream to the other side of the park. Uh-huh. And of course, the stream, there's a little bike path through the stream and it says slippery when wet, caution. I didn't think anything of it because I saw my son just sail right through it. I thought, I'm going to sail right through it too. And of course, I took a massive tumble and you know, my son just laughed at me and I just had to laugh too. And it was just funny. And you say, because Bentonville? Because Bentonville, he's riding three hours at a time, right? And because Bentonville, uh, he and I get to, you know, have coffee and hot chocolate on a Sunday riding through a stream. So that is so cool. I can't wait to do that with my (laughs) son. I know I'm not very good at my mountain bike yet. And, uh, you know, who knows how long that'll take. Yeah. But I also know the boy will outpace me pretty quickly. I love buddy pegs. Can't wait to get him over there sometime. He's got a strider bike right now and he's very cool, you know, running around the house with it. Uh So we'll be able to put pedals on it hopefully soon. Uh, But uh, thank you for that story. That was a great story. Thank you you for your time, Eugene. Appreciate it. Anytime. Thanks, James. Wasn't that great? Hey, whether you attended this year or realize you need to attend next year, save these dates. The 2023 Northwest Arkansas Technology Summit will take place October 15th through 17th. And while I can't share all the details yet, Here's a little teaser. I got to peek into the early planning discussions and learned one of the leading tracks may be automation and AI. To learn more about this year's Tech Summit, and it's a space to watch for 2023 as well, check out nwatechsummit.com. Also, 
check out the episodes of the Bentonville Beacon podcast at BentonvilleEconomicDevelopment.com or your favorite podcast player, where, of course, you'll also hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. You'll find weekly Bentonville Beacon episodes are released each Monday, while bonus episodes, including this series, typically drop each Friday. Keep coming back to this podcast to learn more about Bentonville's leaders and their businesses and more about Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas, where you get more of what you want and less of what you don't. See you next time.